Hi guys, it's Trevor Tulliver here and you're listening to the Blue Day Podcast. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Yes, folks, this is the Blue Day podcast. And for Chelsea fans everywhere, every day is a Blue Day. I am your host, Keith Lawrence. Joining me this week, he's back for more. He can bend a ball like Beckham and he can party like <laughs> one too. Here is Milan Laukovic. Milan, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you. Nice week. It was a good, it was a good week. Obviously, the weather is still fantastic here, so yeah. Enjoying it. Noticed how you also um, put on your social medias. And before we, we crack on with Chelsea, I do have to mention this. If you haven't already familiarised yourself with Milan, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter, slash X, at Milan Laukovic 10. One of the... Actually, it's the other way round. Is Laukovic it the other way round? Yeah. i tell you what, <laughs> rather than me be the idiot, you say where they can find yeah, you. Yeah, they can find me on Lalkovic Milan 10 on Instagram and uh, Twitter is the same. So The reason why I bring it up, you put on a post uh, the other day of your free kick that you scored la- on last Sunday, yeah. I believe. My goodness. <laughs> Talk about a curler. And I, and I love the fact yeah, that man. Keeper was all over the shop. Right, the keeper didn't have a hope and else chance of saving it anyway. But it was your celebration afterwards whereby you celebrated with your teammates, but then at the end you was telling players, right, no, you need to do this, you need Yeah. Yeah, we had the red card obviously. Um and uh the team uh we didn't keep the ball well. Obviously uh one one, we would be happy with the point. But when I scored, obviously um it was a nice goal. I celebrated taking my show. I've got a yellow card. The manager wasn't happy because now if I uh, take one more, I'm uh, missing the game. Uh, so I need to be careful uh, tomorrow. We play tomorrow again. Uh, but uh, yeah, I straight away like, had the thoughts uh, about some things that we did uh, in the game or how we have to now move and stay compact. And uh, I was telling them that we don't have to score again. So just be compact. And if we can hit them on the counter, do it. And every foul, every just scream, go down, take your time, whatever, play play the zones, game management, game management. And obviously, if someone saw the game, because uh, it was on YouTube, last five minutes, I think I took the ball to the corner and kept it there for like two and a half minutes with my two players. So uh, it was a good game management and really good win, especially with 10 men, obviously. It gives you... Everybody speaks always about character and that, that you have 10 players and you win and, you know, it's harder to score a goal than defend. Let's get that right, yeah? So, um, but yeah, happy with the win and uh, we take it. And tomorrow, I think we have a derby against the Rhodes, who are obviously uh, two hours away with the boat. Um, should be good again at this level anyway. Imagine I'll, I'll be scoring this goal in England. That would be fantastic, huh? Ah. Oh. My goodness, there'll be... Guys sport. Guys sport. <laughs> you'll have, you, you will have the reporters on your doorstep. You, you will yeah. be asking for the next interview. It'll be... And certain certain clubs need that now. I mean, we, we already spoke about it listen, before. Listen, 
I'm already getting some recognition. Uh, people starting speaking about me, uh, which is good. I haven't been injured for two years. Touch wood. And um, I'm enjoying football, so I can uh, obviously, uh, I have to do what I have to do. And uh, I cannot change anything else. So I go step by step and uh, live uh, live uh, now in, in this situation, basically. So it is what it is. Well, any chance you want to swap countries, by all means. I'd love to be in Greece. Who wouldn't, man? Who wouldn't? That's fine. Speaking of happy places, at the moment, it's international break. So mm. not much to discuss. But what we will discuss is something that actually was kind of a rarity for, for Chelsea. was actually three wins in a row, especially in the Premier League where we beat Fulham on Monday night and it was a great away performance with Mudrick stepping up and quite a, well, pretty much the whole team stepping up. Yeah. And then Saturday, last Saturday against Burnley at Turf Moor. Yes, I know, and people will probably say while they're listening or watching this, will say Burnley are struggling. Burnley are going to concede goals. You go away to Turf Moor, they're always going to make it difficult. We scored four against them. Man United struggled against them. A lot of teams are going to struggle against them. We battered them. Yeah, second, second half. half. Second, second half, half, we battered them. We had to obviously change it a little bit after going a goal down. Burnley then conceded the own goal, thankfully. But we were just on another level in that second half. And now the the atmosphere seems to be changing in the dressing room. And you did actually touch on this, Milan, a few weeks ago, that the the players seem to be on it. They're not a case of not playing for the manager. The manager's obviously got his thoughts process going. It actually seems to be working. Players are playing with a little bit of freedom, but also with confidence. They never had that that last season. Yeah, Yeah. very important. Uh, Obviously, wins give you confidence. Um, And that's uh, that's normal Chelsea, three wins in a row. It's not a surprise, you know. If you look at Chelsea normally, three wins in a row is, uh, is a must. But obviously, the club um, as a club, we found ourselves in this situation, and uh, fantastic. Raheem Sterling on fire. Obviously, Cole Palmer. I I knew I knew straight away. I saw him play for City um, against Chelsea, and he was uh, he was fantastic. So straight away, when he was linked with us, I was like, definitely. I think he he's better than Madueke. Even though Madueke yesterday I saw clips, he was fantastic. But it's Serbia under twenty ones, uh, so. Uh, not Obviously, the game to uh, really. But still, you have to you have to play well in line, every yeah. game, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But he was he was really good uh, yesterday, so hopefully that gives him confidence after coming back from injury. But Cole Palmer, Cole Palmer is a real deal, and uh, as I said, him on the right, Sterling on the left, and look, it, it brings you it brings you three points, three important points, especially going one nil down. Uh, but yeah, on the way up, and uh, London derby ahead. We may touch on that later in the show. If not, we will definitely... But it's perfect. Imagine, it, but... imagine going to London Derby with the no wins or draws or now full of confidence at home in front of the fans, Stamford Bridge, and um, London is blue. Do you know what I mean? They can't even paint anymore, this team. And potentially, potentially reach James back as well. Hopefully... Yeah, hopefully they don't push him. Do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Hopefully they don't push him. But if he's ready, as I said before in a, in a um, podcast... If he says he's ready, he's ready. What can you do? 
So it, with the Burnley result as well, and you've touched on him and somebody who I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. I haven't been his biggest fan since he's ter- since he arrived at Chelsea, but mm. this season Raheem Sterling, in some games, not all of them, of course, but in some games, has been the boss on the pitch. He has absolutely done superb, and um, I think a lot of Chelsea fans would say that if the Player of the Season awards would come arrive tomorrow, Raheem would probably get it. If you look at his performance against Burnley, I know Burnley are where they are at the moment. But... Yeah, but they're still a Premier League club exactly. and they play nice football, do you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter. Raheem was just best player on the pitch by a country mile. Yeah. It, it's ta- it had to take a while because of the situation with last season. Are we finally, in your opinion, being a winger, being a, being you know, that type of player that can create out of nothing? Yeah. Do you feel now that this is now Raheem's chance to progress now to the point where he's at that stage where he's going to be one of the more established, experienced players in the group? I hope so. I hope so. Obviously, uh, him 100% fit. Obviously, he was ill as well. It's a bit, uh, but him 100% fit changes whole Chelsea. He's direct. I played against him many times when we were young and he was very di- direct and obviously scored over 100 goals in the Premier League. So uh, anybody who questions him or something is, is is ridiculous, mate. He's ridiculous. He's he's fantastic. Uh, just because the whole team was not working, of course the individual then is not working. But slowly it's starting to click. When the injured players come back, and uh, he will have Nukuku there, um, I think he will be even even better. So uh, everything is gelling slowly together, I believe. And uh, if he carries on with these performances, the Chelsea, Chelsea will uh, improve in the table, I'm sure. Would you be surprised, even though we're not even halfway through the season yet, would you be surprised yeah. if Raheem wasn't picked for Euro 2024? Uh, of course I would be, but I'm sure in the next one he, he will be. He should be there now over Rashford anyway. Uh, but maybe because he was ill last few games... I don't know. You see, Southgate, uh, when I see his um, interview, he said uh, that they don't want to change it because last time they did well. Blah, blah, blah. Strange. But it is what it is. Even for Watkins, I, I read something. He said uh, that uh, obviously Watkins hit the form now and he said you shouldn't really look into that because he just hit it now. But what? What do you mean? Strange. But I'm not here speaking about this, but strange. I, I don't think I would... Say that out loud. I mean, if you think that in your head, maybe. But listen, who am I to telling the manager something? It's just my opinion. Well, one player who's proving the doubters wrong, and I would like to touch on him now, is the captain at the moment. But in my opinion, will probably be a good shout for the next permanent captain is Conor Gallagher. Now, some alleged Chelsea fans wanted him gone. Some Chelsea fans were saying... If he goes, we might as well close down our academy because what's the point of it? Connor's come in, bearing in mind we've spent over 200 million on a new midfield. Actually, nearly 300 million on a new midfield. Connor's come in. Surely, with all the midfielders fit, Connor's still got to play, surely. At the moment, yeah. At the moment, yeah. Why would we take him out when he's working? Do you know what I mean? He gives you so much energy. 
Uh, and you need, you, it's a good balance at the moment in midfield. Connor with his runs, Enzo, Silky, on the ball, and Kaiseido winning the ball and give it to them. So um, I think it's a good balance at the moment. Um, and you still got players to come back. Lavia, Nakuku in the 10 or 9, who knows, uh, you know. Well, where's Lavia going to play? Because if you. Well, at the moment he's three. not. At the moment he's not. So, yeah. and he's been out. He's been out. Mm. He's been he's been out for ages. So you need to obviously uh, earn, earn, earn the right to play, earn your, uh, earn your place in the team, which is good. Every top team have competition. Look at uh, Man City. And you need you a good squad, at, you know. When you look at, as you talk about Nkuku hopefully going to come back, I'd love to see Nkuku out wide where he was more effective at Leipzig rather than potentially as, as a striker. I would love to see, and I know people did jump the gun a little bit on him, but yeah. for me, he showed it before his injury, what he can do, and he's certainly shown it since. You've got to give Brozier a little bit of credit and give him some... He's great, man. He's great. Very, very unlucky with the injury he had, but what a player, man. Yes. The statue on him, fantastic, strong, tall, fast, um, fast, if not the fastest at the club. Uh, Raheem said he is, so I, I trust him because Raheem is rapid. Or his actual his acceleration anyway, but he's good, man. Bora is good, so um, he's another one from obviously Chelsea Academy that they they should be keeping and um, fighting for. Who plays him and Jackson fighting it out is not a problem, you know. But I think our best at the moment, our best team would be Raheem Nkunku and Palmer, uh, top three, you know, uh, if everybody's uh, everybody's fit. Um, uh, to to put all these players on the pitch with Enzo Cateido and Connor. Yeah. But we'll see what Pochettino will cook up. Well, you mentioned Cole Palmer. Um, mm. I did notice on the last uh, show I did, I kept calling him Carl Palmer. Some people felt I was calling him Carl Palmer. <laughs> it wasn't, it was Cole. <laughs> again, you mentioned that when Chelsea were linked with him, Chelsea had a, a, a bit accepted. I remember at the time I was at Chelsea, Chelsea were playing Wimbledon and there was news that we were going to be signing yeah. Palmer. And I, I was a little bit trepidatious thinking, well, why? Is, there's got to be a reason why City are selling him. There's got to be, is he not good enough? Is, does Pep think that there's something not right with him? Why are we signing him? Now, I know that there are player, individuals in the recruitment staff that know him well. That's why we signed him. Okay, that's fine. He has shown in the early stages of his Chelsea career, what he can do. And there's yeah, yeah. more to come. And he's only, he's still young. He's still such a young player that can excel. Yeah, but he's already, he's already top player. Do you know what I mean? Obviously he will even improve, but I'm, I think he definitely look at the situation. Obviously you have Bernardo Silva on that side, uh, Phil Foden, uh, De Bruyne, and he looked here. You have Noni, Madueke, and then who else? Who else is uh, who else is really there? Do you know what I mean? On the on the right or as a ten? So he thought, yeah, I can break through to this team and uh, help help Chelsea and um, help himself to get games or easier to get games. And um, his talent is uh, unquestionable. Fantastic player, great playmaker, vision good, uses his body well. Defended well against uh, Fulham as well. 
clever with He's stopping the track passing line, uh, stopping the passing lines really well. So I like him. I like him a lot. As I said, ahead uh, of uh, Madweka at the moment. Folks, we interrupt this show by uh, wanting to tell you about our sponsor, Manscaped. We are delighted Manscaped are part of the Blue Day podcast. They have the tools for your family jewels. You don't want smelly nuts. You want to impress your wife, your girlfriend, or in fact your mistress. Well, look no further than Manscaped. Yes, folks, Manscaped are back. The best in male grooming. Manscaped are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this exclusive offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP. That's Blue Day Podcast. Promo code BDP at manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right this year with Manscaped. With this offer, you will get the slickest version of the Performance Package 4.0, the perfect package that will deal with your package. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, equipped with skin-safe technology to minimize nicks and cuts for your nuts. It also comes with the Crop Reviver Groin Spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence into the bedroom to a whole new level. Not only do I smell good, but it also helps out in terms of the bedroom department as well. Want something you don't mind showing that's special someone in your life? Look no further than the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer briefs after wearing these. Once again, folks, Manscaped supports the Blue Day podcast so much that they provide an an exclusive offer for our listeners. That is you, by the way. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com use the code BDP feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped your balls will thank you for it and we'll touch on as well before we um, potentially preview the Arsenal game we'll talk about the central fence as well Thiago Silva certainly putting a lot of people to shame the fact that he is nearly 40 and he's still the Rolls Royce of a defender in terms of how he has performed. He's hardly put a foot wrong. I see people question him though. That's what, that's what I wanted to speak to you about because people are wondering, you know, okay, he's getting older. Should he be in the team? Carwell should play along with, Baddy Shield when he comes back, or if not, then he's got to play with Izazi. How can you criticise a guy who is putting many thousands of people yeah. our age to shame, and the guy is still class? Not class. many centre backs can play the way he can play in a back four because common sense would say, or I would certainly say, if he's that age or he's struggling a little bit with the pace. You'd play with a back three. Poch isn't doing that. He's playing him with Axel Dizazi at the back. Colwell as a left back, maybe yeah. to protect him a little bit. But to, for people to criticise Silva, I yeah. just find. I mean, he, he hasn't even been doing like 
major mistakes, you know what I mean? No. Um, but it's the world we live in now. Everybody has an opinion, especially some younger generation, man. Uh, and they, they go crazy about this, but no, this guy deserves massive respect playing at this level, at this age. Fantastic what he does to his body and taking care of taking care of himself. And I'm sure the young players obviously look up look up to him. He's a great role model. I'm not a defender, so I don't really uh, know how to speak about the centre-back, but I, when I watch the game, organise the defence, read the game well, plays out from the back, you know. And of course, everybody does sometimes a mistake, so it happens. And um, we've mentioned this before, but with Silva there, even if he wasn't playing, but as a present, players like Levi Colwell can learn so much from him yeah, and yeah. elevate him. You, you, can yeah. always, you always have to look at back at, you know, nearly 25 years ago when you had Desai and LeBerth play for Chelsea and you had a young John Terry through the yeah. ranks. The amount of, you know, knowledge you can gain from yeah. those types of players. And you can see it now, even when Benoit Badishil hopefully comes back, hopefully before the Arsenal game, so much that these individuals can learn and make them better by even not just watching Thiago Silva in training, but again, yeah. you've seen it down at Cobham yourself. When you're playing against him or playing with him, confidence and knowledge will make you 10 times a player that you could be. Yeah, I mean, obviously I remember John Terry, so much information giving to people all the time, organising everything, like uh, being a manager on the pitch, I mean. So I'm sure Silva is like that. Maybe even if he speaks a little bit Brazilian, but I'm sure he knows some uh, English words now. Yeah, de definitely a leader. So, uh, yeah, great to have him still. And um, hopefully um, he doesn't get uh, injured and uh, stays uh, fully focused and uh, injury-free all season. Hey, guys, this is Keith Lawrence, the creator of the Blue Day podcast here. And this is a special message to tell you of one of our new sponsors for the podcast, We'd like to welcome Fanatics, the leading sports manufacturer of online licensed sportswear and merchandise. They range from football, soccer, Formula One, NBA, and so much more. Now, this is the best part. If you want to get your hands on some swag, go to the Blue Day Podcast Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Blue Day Podcast and on our Twitter page at the Blue Day Pod for all the necessary links. Come on, what are you waiting for? Carefree. Well, hopefully he'll be available for the Arsenal game, which is the, our next game coming up in the Premier League at Stamford yeah. Bridge. Half five kickoff UK time. We're due a win against Arsenal. We haven't beaten Arsenal for a while. Because the way Arsenal are performing at the moment, some people still think they could win the league this year. I personally think they won't, but... If this is the time to play them, is this the right time to play them? We've, we're again another week of internationals gone. Players yeah, it's a shame that there is. Fitness. Yeah, it's a shame that there is an international break because obviously we had the momentum and that hopefully that doesn't break. But uh, great game, London derby. There's not favoured in this. Um, we should go fully confident into the game. Obviously, they got a good win, so they will be confident, even though. Uh, the game was uh, two tacticians trying to cancel each other out when I watched it. And obviously they got a lucky goal, uh, the deflection. 
But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Hopefully the international break doesn't kill the momentum and uh, players don't come back with many injuries. I saw Cole Palmer dead leg yesterday he had. So hopefully that's uh, that will be fine when he comes back. But um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Uh, I hope we get a win. Well, hopefully. I mean, that would um, put the cat amongst the pigeons in terms of who could win mm-hmm. the title. But as long as it's not Tottenham either, we can't have Tottenham winning the league. But, but we, we to be honest, they, they've been playing really nice football. They've been really playing nice football with, under this new gaffer, so fair play to them. Fair play, but as a... Ch- no, we can't, we can't have them. Really. No, no, they, they, they no. <laughs> Definitely not. Before before we do wrap up the show, we to, with the way how we've put this show out, this week, a little bit of news that came out, say a little bit, it pretty much, um, a lot of people had their say on it. A lot of people provided their memories on it. Us, uh, we actually provided some memories of him as well. But Eden Hazard announced his retirement earlier this week, only 32. Yeah. Unbelievable player. I remember when Chelsea signed him in the summer of 2012, a lot of people were wondering who is this guy is this guy gonna be the next big thing I remember Joe Cole was interviewed at the time when Chelsea signed him and said you're gonna enjoy watching this kid play he was arguably the best player in league and he was he wasn't even playing for PSG and he came to Chelsea as one of the young pups under Di Matteo we you know the Champions League winning team and he left Chelsea, arguably, a modern-day legend with the amount of goals he scored, the amount of moments he created as well, and the amount of trophies that we won. I just want to end the show, Milan, because you put out a, a very interesting post, both on Instagram and Twitter, slash X, of an Eden Hazard shirt. I'm assuming, I don't want to make an arse of myself, so I would, well, I will shoot. Yeah. Is that from a game particularly, was it a Chelsea-Warsaw game? I remember from the League Cup. No, I changed um, the shirt with Ivanovic that game, but this one was when I was injured at Portsmouth and uh, Chelsea actually took me back to take care of me and help me get back fit uh, for six months. And um, I was doing recovery and uh, he didn't come with the, with the kids. They're playing in the pool. Uh, so I spoke to him a little bit because one time when I was still playing for Walsall, we did, uh, I, ha- I had a hamstring injury and I was coming back and uh, he had the ankle problem that, uh, and he was getting ready for Atletico Madrid game. So we did uh, together the um, uh, fitness work and stuff. Um, so obviously we knew about each other. But obviously I haven't seen him for ages. And uh, but uh, that shirt, uh, I gave it to one of the physios, and he signed it for me. Um, so uh, with the saying to Milan. Uh, anyway, fantastic player, my role model. I know about him since he was 16 years old. And I first time I saw him, I was I was 14. I went to under 17 games um, playing against Belgium. I was on the bench. Um, and obviously Cristiano Ronaldo at that time was the guy with the step over step over and that coming coming through. I'd manual everybody. The Joker Bonito was coming through. And I'm on the bench and I'm watching them warming up, second half, 50 minutes, 55, comes on vapors. So every time I had the vapors as well, Mercurial, anybody who has Mercurial is a player. Do you know what I mean? At that, in the national team. So I'm looking, okay. <laughs> i never seen anything like it. The guy was doing step was Rabona, 
flicks, uh, looking there, passing there. Came on, scored, I think, two goals um, within 10, 10 minutes. And after the game, everybody was around him, pictures, the agents. And since then, I remember his name. I, and I buy him on football manager all the time. And then he came to Chelsea. And I was like, man, mad. But yeah, yeah. I used to watch him on Eurosport as well, under 17. Um, uh, when when he went up on Team Euros, under 17s. And I know about him very long time. And uh, what a player, man. Very sad about his injuries in Real Madrid that he couldn't show uh, what he was doing in Premier League there. But... That's life. Obviously, everybody knows about his lifestyle uh, off the pitch. And maybe the body couldn't handle it anymore. Or when he was coming back um, after injuries, obviously, he came back a little bit overweight. And if you work hard and your body is not ready, then obviously something gives uh, gives up, you know. So, uh, very sad. Very sad. But uh, what a career. What a player. One of the best players in the world and should be. So, obviously, Chelsea legend, but... It's up there under Ronaldo and Messi, definitely. It's that next level back down. It is such a shame because there was a point in his early days at Chelsea where you had him on one side, Mata on the other, Oscar as a ten, but they would all intertwine with each other. So they would all. Yeah, you should see them in training, man. You should see them in training. Five oh. side games, man. Or if you went um, inside in a rondo, you're not coming out, man. It was crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, the level was mad. Seeing those, seeing those three played how they did was just was such a joy to watch for Chelsea. That yeah. particular, and it's season. easy to play with these players because they move where they need to move. They use the touch when they need to use the touch. They dribble when they need to. Dribble. They know. They know. They just know. You know. And obviously, and that season, won... the 2014-15 season, we won the league. He was without doubt, the best player in the league. And a lot of people, the season after the 2015-16 season, when Mourinho, unfortunately, would leave for the second time, a lot of people were wondering, where is this guy? Why has this guy not turned up for most of the season? He then turns up in a game against Tottenham. And Liverpool, yeah. And Liverpool. One of the best goals you're going to see that decade at Stamford Bridge stops Tottenham winning the title, which is even better. And that the next season under Antonio Conte, he's like a man possessed. Wends up winning the league yet again, arguably the best player in the league again. Yeah. But then it's his last season under Sarri where it was just a case of just give Eden the ball and he'll do something with it. And what a outstanding player. The the, uh, the goal against Arsenal, when he just brushed off Cochrane. Get the... Uh, strong. So strong, man. His legs Unbelievable. Strong. And, you know, people... And he knew about... how to use his body. He used his body really well, man. Yes. Protected the ball so strong. Protected the ball really well, man. You know, people talk about, you know, with the modern day legends, and rightfully so, they talk about Zola. They talk about people like Terry and uh, the modern day, but Hazard... My goodness, he he was up there. The stuff he could yeah. do with the ball and the goal he scored at Anfield as well. Yeah, knocked. I get goosebumps every time I see that goal. I get goosebumps. He's amazing. Oh, amazing. Just and the fans just go up. The fans just it just wakes up. The fans goes on the dribble, wakes up nuts. the fans. Yes. Boom, done. Goodbye. 
And his and his last game for Chelsea was quite momentous as well. When he would score against Arsenal, we win the game four one. We win the Europa League, and rightfully so. He turned around and said, "This is my last game. I'm I need to follow my dream." And nobody could have faulted him. Yeah. You know, nobody could have faulted him. He'd done uh, so difficult. well. When Real Madrid uh, knock on the door and you foreign player, um, it's it's not easy. It's not easy to uh, say. Of no, course. No. You know, when Real Madrid or Barcelona, we, we, we have to put it right, those those two are in a different league yeah. of their own when it comes to players, as you say, that were born and raised at a certain yeah, yeah. point and they looked at that. But certainly a Chelsea legend. I'd love to see him yeah. back at the bridge, you know, as a guest, come back. And he will be playing for Chelsea legend, I'm sure. He will be ripping oh, up Oh, my goodness legend. me. Can you imagine that? Beer, <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit beer, a little bit burger, and he will rip it up. Chelsea, get, get must get it sorted. Hopefully, we'll yeah, see really the Chelsea legends. But it was it was it was great. It was great to see Eden Hazard perform for Chelsea. What um, we are trying to do on the Blue Day podcast, if you haven't noticed it on our YouTube channel, and I do encourage you to see it on YouTube. We are looking for this week or between now and Christmas to upload some Chelsea highlights, and some of them will include Eden Hazard. So, if you miss Eden Hazard play for a Chelsea shirt. Find us on our YouTube channel at the Blue Day Podcast, where we will hopefully see some get some highlights in. But Milan, before we do let you go, just sum up. Obviously, your one story you've got, you know, with watching Eden Hazard play, you know, and also how do you see Chelsea coming up against Arsenal on the twenty first of October? Obviously, that Liverpool goal is my favourite, uh, and the uh, best time when he goes on the on the dribble alone. And that's what he does, isn't it? And the Arsenal goal as well, um, which is fantastic. And hopefully the next game against Arsenal we win. And uh, it will remind us that um, the London London is still blue and forever will be, do you know what I mean? So looking forward to it. Someone needs to show Mudrick that game against Arsenal in 2017. You never know. You know, yeah, fair play to Mudrick, by the way. He he woke up and he's he's there now. He's there now. Uh, he's getting better and a um, lot of confidence. He's a confidence player, I'm sure, uh, from what I've seen. So, Pochettino is giving him a lot of love. So, let's uh, let's see how he keeps going. Uh, but well done to him at the moment. He's been great. Well, it's been great to have you on the show, Milan, again this week. Thank you very much for joining us, and we're going You're to enjoy. The weekend, stress-free, not worrying about Chelsea at all. But we'll worry about Chelsea next Saturday against Arsenal at half five. And hopefully we'll see somebody do an Eden Hazard and shrug off potentially uh, Declan Rice from midfield. But we shall see. If you're interested in finding us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at the Blue Day Podcast. You can find us on X at the Blue Day Pod. Find us as well on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Blue Day Podcast. He has been Milan Laukovic. I thank him again for coming on to the show. I've been Keith Lawrence. Keep the blue flag flying, folks. Stay safe and carefree.